on Giddy Up, Facing the Breeze, with Anthony Butt and Jack Trainer. Just closing in, and Better Eclipse is third. They went 27 to the third quarter. It's Rock and Roll Dude, two metres leap to fame. Then Better Eclipse, Bulletproof Boy, turning for home. Rock and Roll Dude in front. Leap to fame still coming. It's Rock and Roll Dude, leap to fame the outside. Rock and Roll Dude, leap to fame. Act now over the top. Rock and Roll Dude, grab boy. Act now out wide. Act now. In an upset, Act now's won it. From Leap to Fame, Rock and Roll Dude. Thanks to Garrett's horse and hound for all of your equine essentials. Anthony Butt joins us to talk some harness racing. G'day, Ants. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. What a night it was there at Tabcourt Park, Melton for Victoria Cup night. I can't remember a better race on the Grand Circuit than that. No, exciting night all night, Gareth. And what a race the Victoria Cup was. You know, there was so many across the track, you know, at the finish. And a um, couple of hard luck stories, but, uh, you know, deserving winner. You come from a fair way back. Did you, like, I think it's the perfect example for mine when we're having a chat about handicapping, say, a Hunter Cup by allowing the handicapper to work out uh, a, a situation or have the better horses drawn in parts of the track where you can get a race like that, if you know what I mean. So you have the the, the horses there with gate speed, with the with the... the situation like we did there on Saturday night where you had rock and roll do leap to fame and catch a wave trying to cross, uh, cross. If you can, if you can construct a draw like that, then harness racing is just a beautiful spectacle, isn't it really? And it's such a fascinating sport to watch when you can have a scenario like that. Yeah, you're right in a way, Gareth, you know, it's hard when you, you know, these very big races, you you probably like to make it a random draw so everyone gets the same chance. But, you know, as you said, and we've talked about it before on the show, it did set up beautifully, didn't it, with the way the draws were. And, you know, there was a lot of scenarios and, um, you know, a few of them chance their arm and, you know, it was just a great race all around. It was a great race. Um, we'll ask you first of all about Act Now. Um, he's been a horse that, he, he went under the radar there on Saturday because of the second row draw, but the class in front of him on that front line, but it just worked out perfectly for him. He proved in the Inter-Dominion that he can come from behind, but it was a drama before the race that might've put a few punters off as well because he kicked out in the barn. He had to pass a vet test before the race, and then onto the track. And then he is still, he's still, um, he's still able to overcome all of that to win one of the great Vic cups, which is a terrific effort by a really good horse. Yeah, he's always been a great horse, Gareth. You know, he won the derby here, you know, as a three-year-old and always been high class. And as you said, that drum before the race, you know, he was strung up, um, you know, for a couple of minutes, really, and that needed a lot of people to get him, you know, out of the situation. And, you know, just goes to show what amazing horses the standardbreds are. You know, I don't think a thoroughbred would have uh, coped with that. And, um, and then, you know, he's obviously had some niggles because – you know, he, he got stood down, had some hair off, and then to to run through the pain barrier and forget about it all once he got on the track it was, yeah. um, you know, it's just amazing. And I think it was a great story for Jodie Quinlan too. Yeah. Like Jodie's been one of the pioneers for the female drivers. You know, back with Kieran back in the day, and you know she's had an amazing career. And you know, it was really good to see a person like that win it because she's you know hugely popular in the drivers' room, and uh, you know she doesn't drive as much as she used to by design, but uh, she can still get the job done when the 
you know, occasion arises. She joined me at the top of the show today for the Bet365 Country Racing Hour, and she was just um, over the moon with the performance of Act Now and so proud of the horse. And and she's come a long way. She had some nasty concussions there where she had some nasty falls, and there was a big chance that we ne would never, ever see her driving a horse again, Jody, She went through hell and back. Um, but she's a strong lady. She's persisted and she's had to work a, a lot on herself and she deserves all the success that comes her way. And she just proves that if she gets a, an opportunity behind a horse like Act Now that she can mix it with, with anyone in the game. Yeah, definitely, Gareth. Yeah, as you said, it, you know, she had some bad injuries over the years. She had a really bad one a couple of years ago where she got knocked over in the float car park and, you know, to bounce back from all that and still have the confidence and um, ability to, you know, get out there, you know, on the big stage and, and do it. And it just shows, you know, opportunities are so important in our game. You know, like there's so many great drivers around that probably don't get the chance, but when they do, they can certainly do the job. What'd you make of the beat brigade? First of all, catch a wave. I've watched that replay on numerous occasions and I have to watch it again and then again and then again, just to believe what I was seeing, I've never seen, I've never seen a horse go as big as that, like he did in the Victoria Cup. They don't do what he did there on Saturday night, but then he's a case. Oh, you have to back him next up, but he has got a mind of his own. This horse, yeah, he was amazing performance, you know, and a great training feat by Andy to and Kate to you know really peak him for that night, and he just had no luck, you know. We all thought he had probably a big chance of crossing early, and. He couldn't because he was so much speed. And then, you know, she got turned away from the desk seat by Grant Dixon and um, had to go back to last and then just drive for luck. And, you know, he was, was a, you know, crying shame he got beat actually because he went massive. So, you know, he's going to have a great couple of years, isn't he, in this yeah. grand circuit. And, you know, he can win any race he's in. I'm a little concerned about Leap to Fame. Like, I've got no doubt that he's a superstar horse. And, it's a situation when you're trying to explain to people, it's unlike the gallops. They go, Gareth, how come this horse keeps starting this short and get uh, and is getting beat? Um, and there's no doubt in the three big grand circuit races or the three big races that he's competed in this season, the Blacks are fake, the Eureka, and now the Victoria Cup, that he's, be that he's been the, the run of the race. But he's reminding me a little bit of a horse like a So High Trobecker. And smoking up was a little bit different because he was in a different different era in a way, and he used to in the in the end bullock his way to the front. But with the the times that they're running these days, that you have to be Superman to win these big races, especially over um, these trips he's been competing against or competing in by sitting in the breeze and doing all the bullocking work. Yeah, you know, he's going massive, Gareth. You know, like the horse, I don't think it could go any better than he went the other night. Like, you know, we all know how hard it is to sit in the death in these grand circuit races and win because there's always so many good horses, you know, getting getting a nice run somewhere and uh, they're always going to be hard to hold out late. So I don't think it's any knock on the horse. You know, he's no. going amazing. He could just be a victim of his own sort of profile because, you know, Mick Stanley, if you know, he did the right thing. If he hands up to leap the fame, the race is over and you're running for second. So the drivers are, you know, didn't giving it their best shot to beat him. And um, as I said, the, the, you know, he's probably got a little bit of a target on his back and, you know, it could just be uh, to his detriment. But, you know, again, he's a horse that he can win any race he's in, you know, with a bit of luck. And if he draws where rock and roll do does, he leads and wins. We all know that. 
Um, but hats off to Michael Stanley because he, he understands that for the – and he, it didn't quite come off there on Saturday night. But if he hands up to a leap to fame, he loses – he might run second or third. But why do you want to be in a contest like that if you if you have that type of attitude, Ants? Um, yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And Rock and Roll D is a proven front runner. You yeah. know, like every driver would have done the same as Mickey, give us every chance to win and – so, um, yeah, it's just one of those things. It's racing, and as you said, the barrier draws are so important, you know. You swap the, you know, it's only one spot. He could have come in, and but it would have made a hell of a difference. So, you know, that's the beauty of the sport. What do we do with the Victoria Cup? They tell me turnover's down. I think they, they need to make a change there. Um, and I know it wasn't helped with a few of the favourites on, on a Saturday and the gallops going down, but it did work over COVID because you had – nothing else to do after a big day of racing on Guinea's day. But I think now that with the, the Everest especially and, and the Caulfield Guineas, the Vic Cup sort of gets lost a little bit with those big thoroughbred races. Um, so I think it's time to make a move. I don't know where they put it, but I don't know if it works on this night now. No, and a couple of people made the comment to me on Saturday night, Gareth, as well, that because it was such a massive day of galloping, you know, with the Everest and um, – you know, we probably did get lost a bit. And as you said, you know, a lot of people would have spent all their money during the day and, and not had much left for the night. So, yeah, it's a hard one. It, it has worked really good in the past, making this such a big night. So, um, but, you know, we're not getting any New Zealanders over for it because, you know, so close to New Zealand Cup and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I guess the powers will be a work it out and they'll have a good look at everything. And um, just with so much racing on, you know, harness and galloping, you know, it's hard to find a spot where you get a bit yep. of clear air. I think we need a million-dollar race. Somehow we can try and work that out. I think Matty Isaacs, when I have a chat to him, impresses me a little bit with the way that he thinks. I think he's once he gets his feet well and truly under the table, he's going to try a few new things and innovate, and this sport needs innovating. So, I mean, probably he's probably going to get criticised along the way as well, but I think someone needs to be brave in this sport and – I don't know whether you change up this this Victoria Cup and make it a slot race, and then add um, add five hundred thousand dollars on top of the slots, and don't make it a two million dollar race or something like that, Ants. But we need to do something. Yeah, yeah, we we can't stand still, Gareth. And Correct. As you said, the slot, slot race have been so successful, haven't they, in both codes and. Yeah, it's a pity we haven't got one of Victoria. I tell you what, I've had a gutful as well. Like harness racing New Zealand and harness racing Australia and the other states not working together, it just makes me sick. And and like the Inter Dominion to have no New Zealand representation nearly in both divisions of the pacing and trotting divisions is just like, like New Zealand needs Australia more than Australia needs New Zealand in a way. And with their attitude at the moment, what they're doing, they're just going to, and the sport needs to work together, but New Zealand is hurting its own product at the moment in my eyes. And Australia, they need, to, whoever's fault it is, they need to come together for the betterment of the game and people's livelihoods at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, 100%, Gareth. And there's, a, you know, I've always said New, New Zealand, Australia, they need each other. Like New Zealand need us because we buy so many of their horses and it keeps so many people you know, uh, solvent in New Zealand and that's how they survive and it's always been the case. And uh, so, yeah, so um, they've got to work together. We're not big enough to be fighting and, um, you know, as you said, the end of the minutes is a tragedy, you know. Mm. So far out have no New Zealand, you know, representatives. You know, we're still two or three months away and everyone's pulled out already. So, uh, 
you know, we've talked about it before, it's definitely in the wrong place. And, you know, I think Australian harness racing, they've got to step up to the plate too and um, make some decisions and get it back to the pinnacle it, it was when, because we all love the rivalry of, you know, all the horses coming from everywhere and meeting. It's so dumb. It doesn't make sense. It's the marketing. Like if you go to the pub still and you go, what's the biggest race in harness racing? People having a, a bet on a Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Without hesitation, they go the Inter Dominion. And we just take this series for granted. Um, and the brand of the Inter Dominion, when it's the best brand that the sport's got and both administrators and participants um, don't come together to make sure it works. For the betterment of the game. Anyway, I've I've talked about that on numerous occasions. Um, what about the performance of Queen Alita? That was a great drive by Chris Elford. Yeah, she's a superstar, isn't she? And um, she seems to be getting better and better. Like mm. she's uh, she always had that high speed, but now Chris has got the confidence to drive her. But you know, put her in the race if he needs to. And as you said, that driver was amazing. You know, and. Um, I think some of the other drivers might look at the replay of that and think, and how did that happen? But, uh, you know, he, he hasn't driven nearly 8,000 winners for nothing yeah. and uh, he uh, he can still pull the pants down when he needs to. That's It happened a little bit in the Inter-Dominion with John Justice. Like, gates one and eight can be different when you've got Queen leader in the race because what she does because of her brilliance, she doubt, makes you doubt yourself. And sometimes you just got to forget about her and drive your horse like you usually would. Um, and, um, on the weekend, she basically, um, she basically psyched them out of that contest before the green light went on, Queen Alita and Chris Elf. And just quickly, Emma Stewart, what a night for her. Hats off, um, dominated. Well, they had a bad start tonight when they got beaten the mayor's race, but then they dominated the classics and dominated the Victoria cup. And it was another big day for the state or the States or the country's premier stable and, to do what they did was an, a marvellous effort. Yeah, just amazing with those young ones, Gareth. And yeah. they said, I've never seen a domination like it, you know, anywhere around the world in harness racing, really, where, you know, one stable is just so far ahead of everyone else. So um, hats off to them, you know, as you said, with those young, you know, two and three year olds. And they're doing it with the older horses too now. And um, But to run first five in the Oaks, and I think there were five out of six in the Derby. So, um, you know, they had to compete against. Great stuff, Ants. Love your work, mate. And um, hopefully, you got any winners for us? Uh, I've got a little sneaky at Geelong on Saturday night. It'll be pretty good odds, but horse been having no luck, and hopefully, he draws good. A horse called Carlisle Cruiser. So, uh, yeah, he could be uh, good odds for the punters. We'll be on. We'll be on, Ants. Thanks for that. Thanks, Gareth. There's a champ, Anthony Butt. Thanks to Gareth's Horse and Hound stocking the largest largest range at the best prices. Visit horseandhound.com.au. Let's take the news. Imagine what you could be buying instead. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au.